this is Joey. And this is Austin. You're listening to Dark Sign Hero. Today we'll be talking about TMNT, The Last Ronin, and I share some of my experience with Uncharted 4. And I'll be letting you guys know about Trails in the Sky, a really underrated JRPG series. I also give a quick impression of the film I watched called Vanilla Sky. Austin, I'm ready when you are. Let's do it. Joey, we're back. Yes, I'm we excited. Oh, yeah. I'm excited, man. Me too. <laughs> Especially... So we both saw that trailer, man, mm-hmm. for yep. TMNT. Yep. What'd you think? I think it's going to be, I mean, from the very brief, like, short trailer that we got, I think it's going to be an epic game. I mean, yeah. yeah, there wasn't very much, but I think that, like, the, I think this game is going to be, like, very well received especially by those that are huge fans of the teenage mutant ninja turtles like myself as well as the graphic novel the last ronin which this game is based i think hopefully they'll really you know take a lot of inspiration from that graphic novel and put it into this game and yeah 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 because um i was telling you about it a little bit earlier about the graphic novel uh just to kind of get like a little bit of a backstory on the graphic novel so Mm -hmm. the creators of teenage mutant ninja turtles so the actual creators made the story Mm -hmm. yeah so the create the two creators kevin eastman and peter laird were the guys that wrote this amazing story and i think they did a really good job on making this not only a very mature version of the teenage mutant ninja turtles but just like overall like the how the story is brought together like it just flows and it's just very well like very well told that's um, awesome. Yeah. yeah. Just to give a backstory. So Joey is much more a fan of TMNT uh, than I am. I, I'm very much a noob. I don't know much about the turtles at all. Really. I've never watched any of the movies or any of the shows I've, I know of them. I just, I'm, mm-hmm. I, it's not cause I'm against them. I just, I, I don't know really much about them. I've never watched their content. So, yeah. but this one looks pretty cool. I'm, this one might I mean, be the thing to, to make me a turtles fan. Yeah. And plus, like, even if you're not really, uh, like, too knowledgeable on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I'm sure a lot of people could hopefully tell you, like, all four of their names, you know, like the Michelangelo, Donatello, mm-hmm. Leonardo, and Raphael. Yeah. And, yeah, so, but, yeah, another, yeah, so, again, to kind of quickly go back to the uh, the explanation, like, what the story is about. Uh, yeah, what is it about? So, the story is you, we are... Like the story opens up to this post-apocalyptic uh, New York City, and okay. in this island, the one island that we are shown and given like uh, a picture of in the comic in the comic book is um, surrounded by water. So, uh, like there are sectors or sections of New York that have been cut off from each other in this in this world, and we see this. Um, dark figure like dressed up in black and gray as it's shown in the comic book and we don't know who this person or who this character is i mean we're like we can pretty much like kind of like figure out that it's the last ronin as it's that's that's what's the the comic book is but we're not sure which turtle it is yes we're not told which turtle it is we haven't been given any clues as to who it is yet but at the 
end of the first issue because this is a five issue comic or graphic novel or i guess if you did get them all combined into one you can just read this one big story but at Mm -hmm. the time it was a five issue novel and you do learn at the very end of the first issue that it's michelangelo who's the last surviving ninja turtle and as i was reading and watching videos on the on the graphic novel i was kind of shocked to learn that it was michelangelo but at the same time, I think it's pretty cool that they did make him the last Ronin slash last Ninja Turtle. So have you read uh, the the graphic novel? Have you actually read it? Not like not like sat down and like read a physical copy of it. Like I said, I just watched some videos that helped explain it and okay. just read some. So you just don't you don't have an interest in reading it yourself. You just I mean, not that I it. not that I didn't want to don't want to read it. I just was kind of just getting myself up to speed on what the story's about. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, no. So what do you think this game is going to be like? Do you think it's going to be open (laughs) world, or what do you think? I have a feeling that it could be similar to, like, how the Arkham games were set up, like how it's not, like, you know... I mean, it's going to be in New York City, but not, like, I don't think, like, in all of its completeness, like, New York City, like that, like how Spider-Man, the Spider-Man games are. You yeah, know? Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's gonna be kind of. I can kind of see it to where it's just gonna be like that one section that we see in the in the book, where it's just that one island of New York of New York, and yeah, can... I have a hunch it's gonna be hub based. Mm-hmm. You know, hub based gameplay. Uh, an example of that is the old school Zelda games, mm-hmm. um, so that they. Yeah, it's not open world like Skyrim or Spider-Man or anything like that. Um, hub-based games like they take you, they give you a very detailed and dense little area like a map, mm-hmm. and you can do tons of stuff and solve puzzles and fight enemies and then progress the story. And when you're done with that area, you load into the next area and then you mm-hmm. just go area by area throughout the game. I think it's gonna be like that. That's that's just my take. Yeah, but who yeah. knows? I mean, when I when you watch the trailer, you did see that it just mentioned at the very end of the video that it's still in development, and mm-hmm. I don't know how long exactly we'll have to wait until we do finally get the game, but I am very, like, just from this teaser trailer and from, you know, learning what I could from the graphic novel, I think it's going to be a very rich, like, detailed story game. Is good? I, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. I'm excited that it's going, like, darker. That mm-hmm. I've never seen like a very the, serious tone. Yeah, I've never mm-hmm. seen the turtles be that dark. At least just from the trailer. And I mm-hmm. looked up some images of the graphic novel. It looks totally like a like a Watchmen type deal. Like very mm-hmm. adult. Looks awesome. Yeah, but yeah, that's why I just got super excited. Even though, like, I yes, I do know that there's not very much information on it because this is just the very very early teaser trailer for the game. But yeah, yeah like. This very serious and um, story-driven game that just got me really excited. And I'm like, oh, we have to talk about this real quick. But, and yeah. just give a shout-out to awesome. it. But, yeah. But yeah well, that's... we're all excited for it, man. Yeah. And I hope you're right. I hope it does have a good story. Mm-hmm. And speaking of a good story in games, I also wanted to talk about something crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called the Trails series. So um, it's kind of complex, but I really want to spread the word because it's so, so cool. It's probably the greatest story ever told in games. Um, the first uh, trilogy is called Trails in the Sky, um, which has three games under it. Um, and it's it's basically a JRPG series. 
Um, I know, Joey, you probably have never heard of it, and that's cool, man. But I, I recommend you play it. It's really, really cool. And our audience, just look it up. Um, I, I do recommend starting with the first game. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's uh, it's just it, it's going to be a little hard to get into it first because I was against it. I It's been on my radar for about five years. Um, and and I, everyone on YouTube, that the little guys, they would always say, this game is the greatest story. It's the peak of gaming. Well, I wouldn't say it's the peak of like gameplay. Mm-hmm. Gameplay is kind of standard. It's still really fun and engaging. What's the big the big draw to this series is the story. So, I think there's about ten or eleven games so far, um, but they all take place in the same world, um, and each game is probably at like sixty to hundred hours long. Wow! Um, so they're long, and that every single moment is almost jam packed with story and. Um, these characters just feel alive the way it's written um, the way that the game world reacts to what you do the mm-hmm. side characters that you like when you go into your town they change they're not just these faceless guys that have the repeat dialogue like a bethesda game right. like they have lives and you inf- you they change when you move the story forward like for example um, in the first game when you go into town um, it's recommended that you just go talk to everyone because it's really engaging and it's very well written. But um, there's this girl that's hiding in the back of this alley and she's crying and she won't talk to you at first. And you're like, okay, well, I'm sorry. So you move on, you do the quest and you come back and she's gone. And then you like look around for her and she's over by the sewer. And uh, I think she had dropped her her medallion or some sort of jewelry down there. And she then you go down there and you, you give it back to her and she says, oh, thank you. And then she runs off and you don't see her till the game progresses and you find her later. And she was giving it to this guy she liked. So, but, but imagine that for every single character, there's always just something special about everyone. And it's just, it feels so alive. It's, it's amazing the work they do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's made by uh, Nis America, or maybe that's the publisher, but, uh, oh no, Nihon Falcom. It's a, it's from Japan. Um, We've had to wait a long time for the translations. Uh, we've just had two big ones recently come out. I think Trails from Zero and Trails from Reverie, if I'm not mistaken, um, that have only been in Japanese um, for many, many years, but they've just been translated to English. So now you can basically play the entire story in English, and we don't have to use like translating software or anything. So, But it's just really fun. I highly recommend it. I'm probably not pitching this so, so great, but if you're into stories, you want to live in a world... And you want to just experience a different life and and get attached to some amazing stories and characters. I highly recommend the Trail series. So, yeah. So nice. that's kind of uh, my pitch. <laughs> oh, sounds pretty fun. Yes, it is. Gameplay gameplay slow. Mm-hmm. I, I'll give you that. It gets faster in the later games, mm-hmm. um, but the the early games are pretty slow. But it's not about that. It, it's it's right. basically like if if you wanted to interact with a book. A detailed, well-written book. That's what this is. And you're playing Uncharted 4 now, right? Yep. Currently playing through it. And How far along are you? I'm halfway through the game. (laughs) Uh, Very good. Only because I chose to play on the hard difficulty on this game. I wanted it to be challenging, at least when it came to taking down the bad guys in the game. I didn't go complete, like... The hardest nightmare. difficulty. Yeah, the nightmare yeah. difficulty. Because I'm like, you know what? I still want to be a challenge, but not to where I'm just, like, want to get. Well, up. you're not having fun. Yeah. yeah. Like, I just, like, yeah. get frustrated at the game. But no, it's, yeah, so far, like, the 
like I'm having a lot I'm having a blast. I'm remembering why I liked playing the Uncharted games. You know, I played mm-hmm. the first three on the PlayStation three and yeah, I'm excited yeah, to finish fun. this. Yeah. And then I think the next one's Uncharted Lost Legacy. I think that's the other Uncharted game I also need to play once I'm done with this one. So Yeah, I play all four of the games back to back on my PS4 with the collection they made. I but mm-hmm. I never played Lost Legacy, sadly. Yeah. I loved them to death, man. That's like all I did for about two months. I just mm-hmm. played each one back to back and I just loved it. Although I think you're a better gamer than me, Joey, because I think I just yeah. played it on norm- normal difficulty. <laughs> I mean, it, it, yeah, I'm not, yeah, I just wanted to play it on hard because I'm like, you know what? Let's just see. Why like, not? Yeah let's, yeah. let's just, let's just go at it. Let's just go all in on this game. So well, I commend you, man. But, That's cool. But yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, been... isn't, isn't one of the early levels like you're at a auction yes. and the lights go off or something? Yes. That was, one of the yeah that, that was one of the parts of the game is that you're at, at an auction this cross that has one of the um I can't remember the the person's name but yeah you're trying to get that from the auction and you also I love that level yeah that was fun yeah it kind of makes you feel like you're like James Bond a little bit but yeah a little bit probably just because you're <laughs> or wearing Indiana the, Jones yeah probably just because you're wearing the tuxedos and you're all dressed up in probably fancy, yeah around fancy rich people. But there's a lot of twists and turns in the mm-hmm. Uncharted games, especially four. Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah, a it's yeah, cool. it's a lot of fun. I'm having a blast with it. I that's a good that's a good observation. That I think you're right. Uncharted is basically like a perfect mix of James Bond and Indiana Jones. Because mm-hmm. you yeah. do have to, you know, do you have to? I mean, you're not just going in like jumping into places trying to, yeah, you know, like fight the bad know, guys while you're trying to get, dungeons and stuff. You, know, you have yeah. to be sneaky and kind of plan out things and yep. also solve puzzles which is a really fun part of the game or you know the whole, true the whole series is it comes to when it comes to solving puzzles that's always that's always fun so yeah man but yeah. naughty dog is a great developer mm-hmm. but yeah that's my review or i guess like my thoughts on uncharted 4 so far from what i've been playing very cool man so also um i want to talk about a quick movie i watched recently okay uh just a few days ago it's called vanilla sky have you heard of this movie i when did it come out i think i have i think, uh, I just I heard think it came out bit. in 2000 or 2002 i think I, yeah I, I think i've i think i've been told about it before but yeah it you... stars tom cruise and uh penelope cruise i believe her name is mm-hmm. um but anyway, um, great movie. I I loved it. This is actually my second time watching it. I had totally forgot about it because I watched it when I was a kid. Went way over my head at the time. Um, but now as an adult, I totally appreciate it. It's it's basically a psychological thriller romance. Mm-hmm. Weird, but very cool. It works. I recommend anyone to watch it. Uh, the premise is basically Tom Cruise... Um, is this business mogul he inherited this i think advertising agency from his father who passed away and he owns 51 percent of his company while uh the board is trying to take it away from him they don't trust him they don't think he's responsible um and they only own about 49 percent so he has uh the higher stake in the company so he's he's the ceo or owner basically mm-hmm. um and so but that's not really what the movie's about completely um, it's about him 
trying to find the love is a love of his life. That's not how it starts off. Mm-hmm. At first, he's just a playboy having fun with girls and goofing off and not caring, barely working. Um, but then a girl comes to his birthday party, which is a big extravaganza. Like they're just having a great time. But this girl that his best friend picked up at the library, he just falls for her immediately. And so um, he starts flirting with her and it's just very cute. And, uh, but then, um, he, the next day comes and she leaves and he goes to visit her. Um, cause he got where she lived from his friend. And, um, you think it's going to be a cute romance movie, but as he's leaving her house, the girl he was messing around with, what pretty much goes crazy. And mm-hmm. she does something to him that disfigures his face. And he has to wear like this, disgusting ugly creepy latex mask and which Mm. also then affects like how he interacts with the girl he actually likes because she can't stand the sight of him now and it's just really an awful situation um but there's a twist okay there's a twist that happens that i'm not going to say anything about Mm -hmm. that i don't think you're going to be prepared for it's um okay it's it's otherworldly that's all i'll say but if you're in if you're into a psychological weird story about love and vanity and figuring out why you're supposed to be here on earth with a very strange but cool twist i think you'd like it so i give it a solid 8.5 out of out of 10 Thanks for listening to Dark Side Hero. Next week, we'll be talking about Starfield. Thanks for listening, everybody. Keep on keeping on. Keep on keeping on.